into the party wagon and hold on to your pizza. Welcome back, listeners, to Epic Tales from the Sewers. I'm your host, Justin. With me is my co-host, Mr. Eric Will. How you doing, Eric? Doing fantastic. How you doing today there, Justin? Good, dude. Good, good. I, I'm really excited today. Today, you know, um, Eric brought me into this world of this particular artist. And um, I, I'm, I'm like geeking out a little bit because I'm pretty excited just uh, from all the stuff that I've seen. And uh, today, joining us, Mr. Hugh Rookwood, who is, uh, he's done the, the likes of Department of Truth, Rick and Morty, um, let's see, Red Nails of Sumerian, and um, let's see, Archie Horror, Vampirilla, Vampironica, and the IDW Back to the Future Transformers cross, crossover. And, uh, but I know him best from his Ninja Turtles art that I've seen on the Let's Get Sketchy show. So, and uh, it, if you know it, it's called Tags, right? So, but um, Hugh, how you doing today? I'm great, guys. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Um, it's an honor and a pleasure. Um, you know, I've I've heard about your guys' forum, you know, and, and to actually be on it now, I'm really excited because I know you guys are the 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 main source for turtle stuff so yeah, yeah right yeah that's <laughs> I know you we know we are, know some people we know some know people know the dude, so to be on this I I know I'm I'm like oh I'm moving on up moving yeah on. there you go <laughs> yeah we should have had you on a long time ago though I'm yeah. not even gonna lie like when I first seen when long. I first seen you do some of the, some of the turtle work like I remember I'll never forget I'll never forget that one uh, cover that you did where it was Batman and turtles oh i know batman and the last ronin that one cover i mean i was i think dinner has that one yeah that was that was for yeah that was for um that was for um nat daddy okay okay yeah Yeah. that one i'm i'm sorry i looked at it i was like this dude needs to do more turtles like point blank he like absolutely like just needs to do it well you know like i like you know when you know we were doing a lot of the the sketch cover stuff you know i've done a lot of the sketch covers a lot of people know me for the a lot of the sketch cover work the blank variants and stuff like that but i mean i guess you know it was just that way you know putting it out there letting people see what i could do and you know i got the opportunity to do the 132 and you know i said man i'm not dropping the ball on this (laughs) i'm gonna be honest with you I got one. I got my issue on the way. I got Roos. I got. I got the bundle. I had to get the bundle. I mean, that's just all there is too. When, uh, when from big country, Mike comics, tore it up too. About, right? Mike tore it up too. You know. Mm-hmm. And when I heard when when Steve's kind of told me a little a, a little bit um, about it, and I was like, um, just make sure you save me a bundle because I'm getting one. <laughs> I had to. Thanks. So. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's let's go back to the beginning because you you had mentioned um, off air that you this was like a lifetime dream for you to do turtles and all that. Mm-hmm. What what's your history with turtles? Where does it all start for you? Wow, like I mean, you know, I guess like for me, it's like you're talking like from Toronto back in the days of a place called Silver Snail, and that was the first time I saw a turtles book, right? Silver Snail, and then it was just like this is interesting, you know, the style, you know, that gritty style. It was really. It was really nice, you know, and I was like, this is this is wild. But I mean, you you remember the original turtles. It was gritty. Like, you know I, what I'm I think saying? They, they even mentioned the silver snail in the uh, turtle power documentary. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. Like so, Silver Snail was like the main, the main, the main shop in Toronto. It was really the biggest and the main, you know, Queen Street at the time. And um, 
yeah, that's the first time. And from there, it was just like, oh, man, this is different. And it was just like, and the stories were just so good. Like, it was it was just such a good read on top of the visual. And what I appreciated, too, is just like, it was just a tight book. I just really loved the style. You know, and there was even a lot of guys that I knew, um, you know, that were doing martial arts and stuff like that. And they weren't even big comic book people for say, but they liked the turtles, you know, they were reading the Ninja Turtles and, you know, I'd talk to guys and be like, yeah, I read comics too. I really like Ninja Turtles. You know, it's, it was just one of those books, you know, it seemed to really just cross over, you know, it really just got into the hands of different people. Like, and it was just it was one like of the those. right people, right? Like, yeah, like the people yeah. that you'd want to be friends with, it got into their hands. For sure. You know, and I mean, we're talking the days when you only really knew them by their weapons. That's it. You know, all red bandanas, all red bandanas, trucks, you know what I'm saying? Leo the katanas, <laughs> Raph the size and Don the, the, the staff, you know, the bokin, right? So, like, I mean, that's that's, um, you know, what we knew, but you never got lost in in any of it. It was just you. It was always so defined so well. It was, you know, where they were on world or off world, you know, it was just, it was, it was just a great read, you know? So you go all the way back to the Mirage age then. So were were you able to collect those issues? Yeah, I had some. Um, Woe is me. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of my comics met their end. Um, God bless my mom, but um, (laughs) she kind of. Yeah. Moms are the harbinger of doom for the things of our childhood. Well, I mean, I it was like one year I was going, um, I was going to camp, and I'd left some books out because I used to like lay all my books out just read like, but I used to like kind of almost like create a world, you know. I used to just lay out everything and just leave it. My mom says, if you don't pick up these books, oh, no. I'm gonna burn them. Please tell me it wasn't a first print, buddy. I came back. I said, "Oh, she moved the books for me." Oh, no. Was it the first print? Was it the first I print? In the fireplace, and I saw this one little corner, and I said, "Oh, no, she did She just so, yep. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what a crime! What a crime! But, Eric, know, looks like book, uh, your comic, your comic just went up in value. <laughs> yeah, you know, but comic books back then, like it wasn't looked upon, like especially yeah. adults coming up. You know, and I and I can understand. You know, it was a different time. You know, yeah. they, they just couldn't understand that, right? But those were the things that got me drawing. Like, that's what got me drawing. Like, um, my dad came home one time. He he spent, like, $20. It was, like, a garage sale. <laughs> and somebody had, like, 500 comic books and, like, garbage oh. bags. And he just came home. And one day I'm lying down and watching TV. And he just went, boof, in front of me. He goes, here, a gift for you. And, you know, and he, it was just like, what? Oh, oh man, that's, that's, that's like gold. Yeah, that was it, you know. And um, that's what, what kind of things did you get in there? I'm guessing some turtles, but uh... oh man, like guys, Spider-Man, you know, Avengers, Thor, Hulk, Daredevil. It was like it was crazy. The range, Iron Man, you know, it was like the range was just amazing. You know, it was mostly Marvel stuff, but it was just like I I sat down there and I I just read every day was just reading books and just trying to draw you know and um you know it was ditko's ditko stuff kirby stuff you know ramita's you know senior and junior you know bob layton you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. you know um then bushema work and 
burn work and it was just like oh god and that was it like that was it <laughs> you know where where do you see your style like do you um do you see your style close to any of these others like was there one artist that has uh that really stuck with you the most and you're like you know what that's that's where i'm at well you know my biggest influence is like when you're talking american comics you know you just might as well start from kirby and go right up you know kirby ditko you know the ramitas you know but the Bushemas were probably my biggest influence. And then I also got to work under Ken Lashley um, at Drax Hall Jump. And I was, a lot of people, didn't, I was doing some finishes and stuff on a couple of books like Wet Works and stuff like that. Oh, but wow. back then the groups didn't get, you know, the the group, the studio didn't get like, like, any Line credit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, Ken was nice enough to get us to do some finishes. He, you know, break down some pages, say, hey, do some finishes on this, you know? That's cool. So I got to do some work on Wet Works, Magic the Gathering, Pit One Shot, you know, and that's, and, you know, working with Ken Lashley, that's what just kind of just put me over. Like, just, you know. You would absolutely crush a Pit up. book. So I'm just saying uh, that would. If they you know, had anything like that still, you'd be great at that. Well, the power guys, like I, I'm telling you right now, the Hulk was one of my characters, like and Sal Bushema, still for me is just like, you know, when oh, yeah. you look at his books, you know, and no disrespect to any other um Hulk artist or anything like that, but the energy this guy had on pages, like when the Hulk hit something, it was just like things were flying off the page, you know what I mean? You know, he'd have the Hulk punching something and all you'd see is two feet at the edge of the panel up top, you know, because he hit that hard. It was it was just a different energy, you know, the books from back in the days, just a different energy, you know? And um, That's awesome, yeah. That, I mean, that, that, anything I you saw back in the day, like in, in the 80s, in the early 90s, that was like, oh, it's a Hulk sticker, or it's a Hulk book or something mm -hmm. like that. It's like, it was Sal Art. Yeah, you know, he he did the uh, Batman crossover oh, yeah. with the Hulk. So oh yeah, Sal Sal, Sal Bushema for me is just like, especially when it comes to the Hulk, like Hulk three hundred for me. I have like four ish copies of that issue. Wow, like you know that's the one where he he's completely savage. Is you know the the mind of Bruce Banner is completely submerged. And then he's just like completely rage monster, and you know he's fighting Shield. You know what I'm saying? Power Man, Iron Fist, you know, the Avengers, and just, and he's just beating down everybody. And it was just crazy until Thor comes in and just says enough, you know, and then. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that was like a, a Thor yeah. one ranking in. So. Yeah, it was, a, it was a big issue. It was like, what, 35 pages, was it? Something like that. Oh, wow. And yeah. it was just, I, I, that book is like Bible for me, man. When I, when I look at that and look at the energy and stuff like Sal was just a monster in that book. What a mix of characters, too. I mean, I, I'm a huge, uh, I'm a huge Luke Cage fan. I'm oh yeah, definitely a huge Luke Cage fan. So, it, it, but I'm just thinking, I'm like, wow, Iron Fist. I'm like, what the hell is he gonna do? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, you know, he tried. Yeah. <laughs> like both of them got slapped. It was like, it was like, you know, it was just showing levels. Like that whole book was just showing levels. You know what I'm saying? And why the Hulk is the Hulk? It was, it's just, it was just a fantastic book. And I tell anybody, if you wanna. Read a great Hulk book. Read that, man. Pick up Hulk 300. Pick up the one before. You know what I'm saying? Um, Is yeah. that Stanley uh, writing still? Uh, oh, my gosh. I can't Because 300 would have been uh, just about in the 80s, right? Because yeah, 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 yeah. That's still Stanley. I don't know. I can't remember if Stanley wrote that story or 
Maybe. I, I don't know who was right in the 80s. Yeah, that. it was still, you know, you're talking about back then where, you know, everything was tied in a lot. You know, Jim Shooter era, yeah. sort of. Yeah. That's, you know, man, you know your comics, so that's that's really cool. Yeah, that's, you know, I mean, especially with the classic stuff, you know, I'm a little more versed with certain classic stuff. But, um, you know, um, you know, it's always been a love. Drawing has always been a love, you know. And like I said, the Turtles is one of those things that has just been like, one of those key books in my in my growth as an, an illustrator where i was always like man if i could ever do a turtles it would be kind of cool. yeah insane like you know well, that's that's I, like those benchmarks like yeah. i imagine another one for some people is probably like oh man wouldn't it be cool to do batman or spider-man yeah. or something else but you know it's this is the most successful independent book um, oh. at least right now i won't say of all time because it brings me to Spawn, who I was going to bring up, because mm -hmm. you do a killer Spawn. Oh, like, it, like that that was one of the ones that I thought was a, like just really amazing. And I'm like, to pull that out of his repertoire, it's like a, a really cool Spawn. And uh, I think it was like a Spawn Batman crossover that, that you had. Oh, yeah, Spawn. I just did that one. That one is. Yeah. That one, yeah, that one is an exclusive. Actually, I got a in-store event coming up on the first. Um, oh, nice. Kamikaze. And so I did an I did an exclusive for the store for for the store. So I just did that right um, for them, and you know, just to help promote and stuff. I always try to you know, with my local comic book, you know, stores and stuff. You know, anytime I can do anything to kind of help out and you know, do things that's going to bring you know traffic into the shop, I do because you know the comic book shops that's what's the staple. You know, absolutely growing up. You know, and I, I hate when I see. A brick and mortar have to go in there just because they can't get enough you know people to come in and i understand the times you know the times are hard right right now money yeah. is tight for people so you know i still i just try to do what i can you know and um i appreciate anybody who looks at my artwork and says hey human we really like your stuff could you come do something like i you know there's so much phenomenal artists out there so i, I always appreciate when people are like hey man would you come do something with us and i'm like yeah man for sure you know so yeah, and uh, I mean, Eric was saying about the uh, the tags group, the things get things are getting sketchy and all that. And um, I, I saw you guys had one uh, last night, and um, I, I saw some pretty interesting stuff. There was <laughs> what a, a slash and a Fozzie, a Snake Pliskin. Uh, that was right? Mike. Yeah, that was Mike. Yeah, that, was, that was Mike. But <laughs> I um, I know you did a Hulk last night for uh, Pena because he's part yeah. of the Bish Kids Club and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that you know one thing about him though mm -hmm. about Hugh is that out of everybody he put he did the most he did the most coasters he did five coasters well, I mean he knocks them out <laughs> he knocks them out yep. I mean he's just like okay what is it okay I had my Kirby and I was sitting there just just sitting there watching him and probably about 20 minutes later he's like all right it's done and it's like <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, and it's like professional quality and you know, yeah, everything's and, and, like and, on point. You're like, wow, this is really detailed too. <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, like, look, look, here, hang on. I'm pouring I'm pouring it out right now. Like, <laughs> like seriously, dude. Like, look at this thing. Yeah, that was a slide. Yeah, that was a <laughs> this is the first time he's ever drew yeah. Kirby, too, by the yeah, way. Kirby. Yeah, that's the Kirby, yeah. man. <laughs> so, so Kirby, Kirby, the uh supposed fifth turtle. Mm -hmm. but, um we had, AKA we had turn Kevin into on the slash. show. I asked him about that too. So, well, it's funny because when I was requested, I hadn't heard it for such a long time. I was like, oh, 
Herbert. I was like, oh, how's this guy look again? Like it's just been had been such a long time, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it was like, oh, I had to actually take a look and oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's right. You I know? threw you a curveball on that one. No, I think I, I even threw a curveball at uh Stefan about it. they're like, who is yeah. that? And then you know, me and Rob were explaining mm-hmm. like, you know. Yeah, been a long minute. It had been a long minute. But you know what? That's what I really enjoy about. Well, I was just talking to Stefan about that. That's what I enjoy about the coaster to coaster nights, especially uh-huh. because it's just, it's not just like, oh, we're sitting down for the three hours and doing one illustration. It's just pop, 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 pop. And whatever a person wants and comes up with, that's what we're putting down. And then we have like a small coaster like this to put that information on, right? So, I like it because it forces you to be creative and afford, okay, how am I going to do something that's in this small area, a little headshot Mm -hmm. that can still feel dynamic and and have a lot of energy to it. Right. And, and that's just how I, I approach my stuff. I like, like, if you look at my stuff, I'm an energy guy. I like lots of energy. I like dynamic energy. I like push pull. I like for people to feel like they're in the moment when I draw, and so I just, I, I like to play with those things. So I play with perspective, exaggerated anatomy, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff, because I just want things to feel like it's coming out at you or you're being pulled in, you know? So that's just, that's just how I, that's just what I like to do. That's, yeah. I, I have a print of yours from um, Eric had, had uh, gotten it for me. It was a uh, daredevil fighting bullseye. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I would describe it is that sort of push pull energy and, and very dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool, and, and it's in color too, which is even better. So <laughs> I love it. That that actually that co- the coloring on that one was done by Nico Scutis and Mike Torres. They're the um, color team on um, Savage Dragon. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, I know those guys, and they're from um, um, Greece. Wow, very nice guys. Those guys are awesome. Um, so yeah, you got some, some roots to image comics here, then, don't you? Well, you know, I, I know I know a few people. <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah, you so know some people. You know people. No joke, man. <laughs> Savage Dragon is the same storyline that's been going on for over thirty years with the same creator, yeah. which has have, never been done before. You have to give Eric Larson his props. You have to, like Savage Dragon is is there. You have to give it its its. It's respect, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're a fan or not a fan, like you have to give it its respect to be able to do that. Like it's, you know, and Savage Dragon is still going strong. Yeah, yeah. You know? I, I don't know what number that they're on now or anything mm-hmm. like that, but I I imagine Spawn must have taken a hiatus at some point because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I know they hit 300 eventually and all that. But I mean, I don't even know what what are they at? Like 500 for? Uh, they gotta be getting close. What's, what's uh, yeah. 30 years? Like, yeah, it's been a minute. Like I, I don't even know because I haven't really followed Spawn for say the story in a in a good while. But um, yeah, yeah I, cer- I certainly haven't. I, I fell out at some point. Yeah, yeah they're up there. They're up there. You know, <laughs> I, I was more of like a Gen thirteen Wildcats Wildstorm mm-hmm. sort of uh, image guy, but I I've read them all. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll, I'll tell you, it's like the the cool thing about when that originally started is like you got. Youngblood and Chapel, which connected to Spawn, which connected to Pit, which connected to Gen 13 and Youngblood, you know, like all this stuff and then backwards. And then it's like, hey, what's this? Oh, yeah, that's the Max. I don't know what that is. That's another whole other thing. Yeah. You know? But it, it was it was really cool. And, and uh, you know, for anyone who's listening, if, if you're not big image fans, go take a look at there's a documentary on um, Amazon, you know, um, all about the uh, creators of image. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, Todd McFarlane, Rob Liefeld. 
and uh, uh, Jim Lee, like like Eric Larson, uh, Mark Silvestri, and uh, Jim Valentino from Shadowhawk. Can't can't do this without Shadowhawk because he showed up too. So and he's been a mainstay in Image ever since. So mm-hmm. you know, but yeah, um, yeah, it's cool. Like some some really classic uh, comic talk here. That's kind of you know that's that's what you know even with that image, you know that that idea of the connectivity. That's all Marvel. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, yeah. That was one of the that was one of the strengths about Marvel Comics that made me such a Marvel comic fan. Like, you know, you could be reading Spider Man and all of a sudden Daredevil would appear and he'd be like, "Hey, thank you for that help last week when we fought." <laughs> blah 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 blah. And then there'd be this little box. And if you go to Daredevil issue number, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. Find that story, and then all of a sudden I would collect that, and then now I'm collecting Daredevil. Like they were like brilliant. It was brilliant. Like when Stan was running it. It was just like, you know what I'm saying? It was, it your, your stuff was tight, you know? It was really tight, you know? And um, I like that connectivity, you know? I really like that connectivity in stories. I think all the all the Turtles really have with that is, um, I mean, at times they had the Mighty Mutanimals, mm-hmm. but, um, I mean, really, like, Casey is is obviously there, but he's, like, part of their story, really. But uh, they, they did have a crossover with Savage Dragon. Yeah. You know, and, and I mean, there was two issue arc that they did and they were trying to bring them into the actual image universe at one point. Didn't work out. But um, th- at the time that they were doing that, it was it was actually going to be Mars Attacks versus mm-hmm. Image, which mm-hmm. absolutely happened. That is an absolute thing. So it's it just um, it never worked out for like the licensing. I think then after that, um, uh, Peter had decided to put the book out again or something. But they're doing like, I mean, right now they're doing all the. Power Rangers, Ninja Turtles. Yeah, yeah, that's like that. so, a sequel. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. maybe there'll be some covers available for that one. Um, you know, that's that that was a big deal between that. I mean, they had Ghostbusters crossover mm-hmm. and um, X Files crossover, which was a, just a single issue, but that was pretty cool. I'm looking for a Walking Dead crossover. That would be interesting. That's that's like a whole. That's like a world con concept. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I just, like a turtle uh, zombie sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I'm holding out for the most obvious, you know, and, and the, the one that should happen more than anything should be a Daredevil crossover. Mm-hmm. That's that's something that I just hope happens mm-hmm. at some point in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, let's pretty, just make a meet. You know? That would surprise it hasn't happened. Cool. That would be pretty damn cool. You know, like, I mean, the foot teaming up with the... Um, the, the hand, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and Daredevil and the Ninja Turtles have to team up, and oh, that would be crazy. <laughs> you, it, know? you think about it, they see they see Electra and they think it's Karai, but it's not. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it could be it could be wild. Yeah, I mean, oh, that's, I, I mean that's an idea you can do for the next uh, next OA that you do or something like that mm-hmm. for Turtle Night or something. Yeah, you know, it's saying something really dangerous like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. like a plan, buddy. <laughs> I love it. Man. Light bulb. <laughs> indeed, indeed. All, all it needs is the right creative energy behind it, and, and I mean, it's you could you could have anybody, you know, um, anybody come up with the idea, but who's going to like execute the best? Because like, you know, I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I really like. I really enjoy the turtles, not in the the when there's too much sci-fi ness. Actually, I like when it's more kind of like traditional versus traditional kind of, you know what I'm saying? Like their traditional weapons versus other traditional, you know what I'm saying? Martial oh, yeah, arts. yeah. So you know? fighting 
fighting foot soldiers, maybe yeah, and... yeah, foot and just just things that are just in that you know realm of um, I guess the martial artness. I should, I guess, I should say, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Do Do, do yeah. you practice martial arts? I should ask. Yeah, actually, well, not as much anymore, but yeah, I used to. I started out in a style called Taekwondo. It was a Grandmaster Insuk's version of Hapkido. He had he had um, combined it with like some of his family art called Kung Shin Bop and um, some other traditional Hapkido, and then um, and then Taekwondo and did some. Um, traditional boxing and all that kind of stuff. So like, yeah, I have, you know, I did do some martial arts. And um, so, you know, when I do, I'm a little bit more than just the classic one punch type things. I like to see a lot of movements, you know, hands blocking. I grew up on a lot of the Chinese and Japanese, the, uh, the Japanese manga and the Chinese comics too. Right? Oh, yeah. Like um, if you were following anything from Jade Man comics or anything like that, you know, Force of Buddha's Palm, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Mega Dragon versus Tiger, you know, and the, the Kung Fu comics. And it was like really wild and you they would draw, but you would see the exchanges, like the blocks and stuff and the exchange and martial arts exchanges, right? And I really got into that a lot. So um, yeah, when I do, when, when I draw and I do fight scenes, I try to, I'm very um, aware of body position and how That's to fix cool. this and and you know what i'm saying and stuff like that when doing certain movements right so so little things like even just like positioning of the feet I yeah like a mm -hmm. kick and yeah makes a difference it makes a difference i, I think it does yeah it because makes, that's it, that's it what comes across yeah having a background like that and you can put it into your work i mean it's just you know well, i mean I, like I was just talking with um yesterday like i was saying with mike like when i did this cover um you know, I said, well, how am I going to, what am I going to do to be like a little bit unique to me? Like give myself, you know, turtles have been drawn for how long, right? So yeah, what am I going to do? And 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 a lot of times when I see a lot of turtle drawings, and stuff, and I'm not taking anything away from anybody, right? But, you know, it's the classic stance, you know, Leo holding his two swords, Ralph might be holding, you know, but I said, well, how can I, you know, it's not just the fact that, hey, he's wearing a purple headband, he's wearing a purple, a blue one, he's wearing an orange one. Like, it's more than that, right? That defines them. Their weapons really define them. That's how we grew up, right? Their weapons really defined them, right? Before mm -hmm. it started to become a color thing, right? So what I did was I looked at um, martial arts forms. So other than Raphael in the picture, each one of them um, are is in a pose from an actual martial arts form so the ending of some form so leo in the front there is from do what he's doing with that that movement with his palm behind the sword there's from a sword form oh no kidding um, donnie donnie is the end of a staff form there that's why he's twisted like that he's it's the end of a a, a staff form and then mike with a, a, a nunchaku form right yeah so, i brought i brought it up i don't know if you yeah. can see I, i'm looking at it right now so as yeah. you're saying it i'm like so either than raf raf i had to modify and do some things to make sure he fit in the composition so his is not really is a little more thing but the but the other ones yeah i was really looking at martial arts forms like even um jenica there the way she's planted and stuff is is mm -hmm. the start of like a style for a, a sweeping movement that she would be doing right that's cool so yeah. i really went i just said you know what he what can i do and then i said you know what i'm going to emphasize their tools i'm going to emphasize their technique behind their tools you know a little bit more right so 
That's what I was doing. That's what I was going for with that composition. How can I emphasize their tools? And I said, well, if I'm going to emphasize the tools, I need to go back to that traditionalist behind, traditionalist behind each tool, right? And so I went and started looking at forms, sword forms and stuff like that. So when I was looking at Leo, I was looking at sword forms. And one of the forms is when he's doing a breathing, when the katana comes down and he, and he pushes out like that with the palm, right? That's from a sword form, and then Donnie. I was I was kind of wondering about that too because yeah. I saw it and I saw his hand, mm-hmm. and, and I was like, "Oh, what is he doing here?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's cool. I I've done a fair amount of martial arts mm-hmm. in my life too, so but I I, I mean I I couldn't tell you that I've done like you know nunchuck or bow staff mm-hmm. or, yeah. or sword form like that and all that. So mm-hmm. that's that's really great research. But those that's are awesome. you know I you know um. You know, when I was coming up as an illustrator, you know, our teacher, especially my life drawing teacher, he was just phenomenal. But, you know, he used to tell us, you have, okay, on a single page, you have one shot to tell your story. What's your story? Mm -hmm. So whenever I'm thinking about my composition, that's why I say when I, I tell people I don't draw, I don't, I don't illustrate. I try to capture moments, you know, so my thing on that is I'm doing a collage of characters here, a, a collage of each of the characters here, but what is the moment for each character? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so that's why I started to look at their martial arts, martial arts forms for each weapon. And I said, what would be the great moment to catch in each form? And then I was looking at sword form and then I saw that and I was like, yeah, that's perfect for Leo. You know what I'm saying? An exhale concentrated form right there. Like, you know, with the sword, you know, that control behind the katana and the same with, with Donnie as Donnie was doing a sweeping back movement with the, with the bow staff. And then, Mikey with the nunchaku and just holding that pose there, like that, the strength in that pose where that release, you know, the, the tension before the release to come out, you know. And so I was really looking at those things and I just said, let me try to emphasize the tools behind the, the man. You know what I'm saying? The tools and the techniques behind what each of them do. And you understand even more why they are who they are. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's, that's just that's what awesome. I want to get out. Some people will get it. Some people, oh, you know won't you know and and that's that's you know it's just my thing like i have my chance to tell the tor- a turtle story what am i going to say you know i only have one page to tell my story what am i going to say well here it is you know and that's really how i, I look at each thing you know when i do what i illustrate i like that perspective too it's um mm-hmm. you're, you're going back to the roots of what you liked about the characters yes, and it. um you know, as you're emphasizing here, it's you, you like the idea of when they're traditional and kind of street level and fighting against uh, like enemies and yeah. really able to show their technique. Yeah. And why they are. Who, that's that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and, uh, what, what do you what do you think of that? The shredder is going to be the one leading the charge into uh, this Armageddon game. Well, that's that's it. Right. Like here you go on and you've had a whole history of fighting through this person, this person trying to kill you, you know, destroy your family the whole night. And now you have to work with the same person who was trying to, you know what I'm saying, destroy you and find the common ground so you can to, to, to defeat this new threat. Like, you know, it's 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 brilliant. <laughs> you know I say yeah. it's brilliant, you know. Tom, and, Tom is just really locked into these guys. It, mm-hmm. you know, Tom Waltz has an idea of what the characters like, how they should be, how they speak and all that. And it's, it's so unique. 
Mm. I, I just, I, I love his stuff. And I, I love the stuff genius. that's going on before, you know, where, where, um, you know, he takes the couple issues off, like, uh, was it like 30 something issues he's taken off in between, um, the issue 100 to, to just about now. And it really kind of focuses on all the characters, but not like, Oh yeah, we're not going to fight so much as this, but you're going to figure out Leonardo's a gardener when he's not, you know, teaching martial arts and uh, Mikey starts a podcast yeah. and uh, Donatello is helping, you know, repair the school. I'm like, this is the first time that we've been able to actually figure out who these guys are. Exactly. It's kind of an interesting time. And this is the longest run of any turtles book ever. So it's it's mm-hmm. uncharted uh, territory, like for the first well, time. It's it's this is something that like turtles is something that it can't die. It's not it's it's, <laughs> it's like it's like it's like the Simpsons in that regard. Like it dies when they finally say, okay, you know what? Enough. It, yeah. it, it because you, the stories can go, whoo, like you know what I'm saying. Like there's nothing stopping it. Like it can go anywhere. You know, like a last Ronin, like, you do last Ronin. And then now you're doing everything leading up to last Ronin. Like, yeah, you know, that's crazy again. You know what I'm saying? And then when you started to even emphasize those tensions between characters and you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, even though we're brothers, we don't all think alike. And sometimes, you know, there's, you know, we pissed off at each other, but we still got to fight together. We still got to do these. We still got to do that. Like, it's beautiful. It's, it's, It's a great, great, great you know, formula to tell a lot of different human, you know, experiences through these characters, you know, and and then them not being human and, and dealing with that, you know, it's like, it's great. Like, I just think it's, it's, Turtles is just beautiful. You know what I say? It's just a beautiful. It's funny as, as um, Eric has his, his son come out, one of the things I was going to actually say is that it also, translates so well in every incarnation to mm-hmm. kids awesome what is it turtle backpack yeah there it is oh that's so cool yeah yeah it's my son's backpack he's i'm, I'm gonna be honest with you he's just in love as, with the turtles as much as i am all right that's the plate come on i know i gotta blow it up we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting to get shelves done i literally have boxes just sitting over here right now got the guy working on oh, some man. shelves uh <laughs> Oh, trust to, me, to, to build I'm, up, please myself to talk to you guys. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> this is this is my turtle room right here. Mm. As you can tell, it's a turtle show. I am a huge collector. Between I I collect anything, anything and everything. All the video Obviously, games. you know, I got some stuff from you and Mike, and macaroni and cheese boxes. Mm-hmm. It's Turtles is one of the greatest franchises ever created, hands down. And you know what's and what's brilliant about it is just like you said, you 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 can gra- gravitate and catch the four year olds and go straight up to adult, and you can write in that way, and it doesn't take anything away from what yeah. it is. It's brilliant. It's it's beautiful. It's um you know I mean you can get as deep and as you know you know, philosophical as you want with oh, definitely with, yeah. with things. Mm-hmm. With, you know, when you're talking about like even when you're talking about just the martial arts aspect of it, you know, and you you really dive into that, you you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's like you could take one character, just just Leo alone and 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 just do a whole thing on his training. 
and yeah. just I like in, this, Eric. I, I like I like what he was talking about here. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Just him learning the katana. Leo. And then a lot of people like <laughs> I tell people like, oh, you don't realize like he's not he doesn't use one sword, he uses two swords. You know what I'm saying? So if you know anything about double double sword, you know what I'm saying? That's that's Musashi. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, sword was you know what I'm saying? Miyamoto Musashi, right? So it was like, you know, it's like you know, so maybe that's why he's the the first one that showed up in the uh, Usagi Ojimbo series. Exactly. So. You know, and so he's fighting. Uh, he's fighting a using a very difficult, like weapons technique. Double sword is 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 very difficult to to use. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, you could you could really focus on each of them and they're they're just their journey on learning their tools that's a whole you know that's a whole <laughs> another no, thing I, I absolutely agree with you i think that's that's a part that's kind of like left on the cutting room floor yeah. where it's like we just see that they're so good but we never yeah. saw how they got so good yeah, yeah. you can do some craziness if you really start to dive into that it's like that's a whole you know you know, and and you and like we were talking about before, like we're we're talking about each of their personalities. Um, Splinter gave them those particular tools as a counter to their personalities to force them to, to, you know, get a hold of their 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 emotions in a certain way. You know what I'm balance saying? Balance them. It's, yeah, it's like the balance Exactly. Yeah. You know, Mikey is very sporadic and chaotic, so he has to learn how to use the nunchucks because he needs to learn concentrate. Concentrate and learn control, because it's a blunt weapon, right? It's not a cutting mm -hmm. weapon. So to ki to kill with a weapon like that, you have to be very precise. You know what I'm saying? To knock out a person, you have to be very precise. I thought yeah. that was brilliant. So you could imagine the training that had to go into that to get to temper that energy, to get him to become a, a, a verse person in that in that tool. And he's like you said, you've done some martial arts yourself, so you know what it takes. How oh, many? Yeah. How much? punching and doing a certain punch or doing a certain kick oh you. yeah it's about so much repetition really, you know? yeah it's all repetition but you could yeah. you could you can you can fool around with splinter and what was the th ways and things that he was doing to get him top maybe splinter didn't teach them everything himself maybe he brought in other things or other people or you know what i'm saying maybe they're mm -hmm. you know I'm we're, not going, we're going down a huge rabbit hole right yeah. now i mean yeah. i'm not even gonna lie <laughs> like I absolutely, I absolutely agree with you. Like yeah. I mean, you go crazy. Like you say, you, uh, well, this is the place be, for it. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And it's like there is so much. Like you can go with like you know Iron Man and all this other stuff. And we already know how. Like we can build up to like we already know what they went through to get where they're at. Now with the turtles, like okay, so they got mutagen. Did a little bit, a couple of things, but they didn't go through the full thing. Like, oh. okay, you know, how did they, you know, like with all the weapons and so on and so forth? I mean, the, like you said, the, the turtles are, me personally, I feel like are the most versatile hmm. superheroes or whatever you want to call them. They have saved the planet and the universe, so they are superheroes. But what does the, but what does that tell you? But what does that tell you about the strength? Of the characters themselves that you can basically go from hey we're mutagen you just say that they trained and now they're this yeah and still have this longevity of stories going on yes and, and still build this fan without even knowing anything more that they were these turtles they got mutated 
they learn some martial arts techniques and now they're fighting the foot. Like well, you know what I mean, I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's so it's like it's like okay with uh with with the last Ronin. Okay, mm -hmm. so you know we have a big time span in between mm -hmm. some of these issues, and now they're doing the Lost Years. Mm -hmm. So now they're going back to that, and plus we can sit here. I'm we can say ninety nine point nine percent that. Casey Marie and the four new turtles mm -hmm. that she's creating. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, there's going to be something after the last run. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. and then also, you know, we have so many things that, that you know, that you have the cartoon turtles mm -hmm. uh, comic book coming out. And I mean, the Power Rangers are coming back out. I'm surprised they, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do another Batman 3. If they did Batman 3 in turtles. Must be four. Four. I mean, four. I mean, geez. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they, like I said, they are by far one of the most versatile characters. I mean, how how often do you see, okay, have you ever seen, like, you know, Marvel and, you know, Ghostbusters get together? Mm -hmm. No. I mean. It, it, and, and I think they had the Ghostbusters in the, in the uh, 80s and early 90s with Star Comics. Mm -hmm. um i i think they got them after valiant had them mm -hmm. right and and anybody that knows me knows i'm a really big valiant guy mm. so you know i think um i think they had that and uh but yeah no there's like when it comes to like turtles crossovers it's always geared more towards dc mm -hmm. and i feel like that's been intentional because dc mm -hmm. will let you play in their sandbox mm -hmm. whereas like marvel they're like no nah, we can't do that so mm -hmm. I, I was alluding earlier to that Sal Bashima uh, artwork from uh, the Batman versus the Hulk. That mm -hmm. was right around the time that like DC was was contemplating to sell Batman to mm -hmm. Marvel, mm -hmm. you know, which I mean, that would have been insane. You know, it's like everything that we don't like throw it on its head and all that. But, you know, um, th there were like certain rules. It's like you think about it now, like the Hulk would stomp Batman like mm -hmm. unapologetically and just like move on and all that. But here in this one, Batman beat the Hulk. You're like, what? Yeah, how do you do it? Oh, smoke bomb and yeah, yeah. That, was, that was a little yeah. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, it was cool because it was one of those things where you're like, oh, I never would have thought. Is that how that's gonna play out? Oh, okay. But like, you know, you have to like take it with a grain of salt because that's what the artist and that's what the the uh, well, yeah, the they, have to, they have to make up something, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. if you if you disagree, I his foot on an, on Hulk's yeah. abs. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> no, in, in all seriousness, you're right. Because it's it's kind of like that's like him fighting Blockbuster. That's mm -hmm. like him fighting Solomon Grundy or anything else. Now all these like Hulk analogs that have shown mm -hmm. up, but but there's only one Hulk, man. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you know, and I mean the Hulk, you know. Well, there's not any only one Hulk anymore. Cause like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, now we got iterations like, that have just, Hulkling, Amadeus, Scar. But, but you know, like even what we're saying, if even when you go back to the the turtle thing, like we're just talking about, yeah, these four turtles crossing over, but you could take each individual and give them a crossover with somebody, and mm -hmm. it would still rock. You could like it's you just, said, it's like, just you, the personalities. Leo with. You know, Batman or Ralph with Batman, or you know what I'm saying, and just that turtle. And you could do Mike with somebody else, and just that turtle, and and have a whole compelling story around that. Still, yeah, you know what I'm saying. It, it's it's just it, the, the world, like 
there's too many branches, man. You can't. I, IDW still got the, the rights to some of these. I, yeah. I know they don't have uh, G.I. Joe or My Little Pony anymore, mm-hmm. right? But um, I don't know. They still have Transformers, don't they? I believe I believe they, they managed to hold on to that. Between that and like Godzilla and all that, I mean, it's there. Just pick yeah. it up. <laughs> you, know? Well, you know, I mean, again, it's like, you know, it's it's it all for me, it all comes down to the writing and how creative people are gonna be with the writing. Yeah, I agree. You know, I mean it's it's you know it, you know, it's a just saying that this crossover with that is not enough for, at least for me and my palette. I really want to read a compelling story. Like you read last Ronin, it was compelling. You were just like yeah. oh, this is a great way to do this. Like it was just beautifully done. Like I don't know yeah, a single person who complained about the ending. No, nah, man, it was and I mean when have you ever heard that? You know, like I, I mean, even like the Watchmen, people are like, I didn't like the ending. You're like, oh, okay. Well, that's a thing. But you know, it's a it, it was just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I'm I'm closing it for the first time reading it and going, that's mm-hmm. the exact way this was supposed to happen. Yeah, and there's no doubt in my mind. Beautiful mm-hmm. beautifully done. Just beautifully done. I just the artwork was amazing. It was just like it was just it was just tight from start to finish. Like you just there's nothing if you 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 don't often get anything much better than that. Where you go, man, start to finish, you're like this was just beautiful. Like you know, you're just sedated. You're just like, oh my god, this was great. You know what I'm saying? Sedated. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I always love more. But if they if they just said that was it and it's done. I'm okay. Like yeah. I would be okay. Like yeah. I still love whatever, but you know what? I'm okay. You did such a strong, compelling, you know what I'm saying? I'd oh, be happy man. if they kept going with the variant covers. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be <you> fine. Know. <laughs> you know, and and I mean it's that that's been great, you know, being able to just put my put a little bit of taste on some of this and just hey, this is me, you know, and Love me or hate me, that's what's up. You know, that's I, cool, man. I, I love the insights into that right. cover. That's fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, it's you know, again, like I said, I'm hoping more um to hit up with some more stuff. Turtle-wise, I'm always hyped to jump on that, you know. But I'm a witch what whatever guy. I don't shy from anything, you know. It's like, hey, we'd like you to do this, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bring it, you know, do Papa Smurf and <laughs> Papa Smurf and My Little Pony crossover. We don't want you to do a cover for that. Sure, no problem. Whatever. Nice. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I just, I'm happy to be in just the field of illustration. I'm, I'm, I, everything is a. It's your passion. It's your it's love. A blessing, it's a blessing to me. I'm happy to be able to draw, what you know, and you know, make a living drawing and drawing comic book characters and cartoons that's what i've always loved like you know my dad wanted me to be an architect and i tried it and it was just not my speed i just too much you know floating up here for it you know so did you go to school for architecture then well no well i i did it i was doing it in high school they offered a program in high school but when i was doing it it wasn't that i couldn't do it it was just too boring to me it was just yeah i don't i wasn't challenging enough for you yeah it it was just too slow and then i did animation at sheridan college and um i was at sheridan college doing animation and then i got to a chance to hook up well before i even hooked up with um ken lashley and stuff i was with um um a former teacher of mine from lester b pierce in my high school dave watkins and we had formed a, a studio called shock studios and um 
you know, and from there it was this, us, ah, we're going to produce our own stuff and get our own books out, you know, and, you know, it was a lot harder back in the days, but, um, you know, that was a great experience. And then being able to work with Ken, it's like, I learned a lot working with Ken. Ken Lashley is just one of those monsters. Like, you know, he's where the wild things are. Like he's one of the <laughs> monsters. He's, he's really a phenomenal talent. He really is a phenomenal talent. That's and great. being able to work with him, you know, I learned a lot too, you know, and then from there, leaving that and then being put into a situation where I had to develop stuff for another company called Cosmic. And so I was creating characters and stuff and doing all this stuff and storytelling. And, and then, you know, I was refining myself through a lot of that, you know? And so um, that's what happened with me. So, um, but I got to meet Stan Lee great thing I got to meet Stanley in San Diego and and one of the greatest things he said like you know we're doing the classic stuff he's walking and we oh that's Stanley so we run up to him we're like oh Stan how you doing and he's he was always amazing he just talked to us for like 20 minutes no problem <laughs> and talked to us and we, you know the classic oh you know grew up on your Spider-Man with this oh yeah we love we love your books and stuff and things so he was like where are you guys from Toronto and he was like, well, what do you guys do? Oh, well, yeah, we want to be comic book artists, you know, and stuff like that. And he goes, well, you know what? I look, he goes, I'm excited that you love my stuff. But he goes, I look forward to seeing your stuff. Cool. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you know, I was like, wow. Like, he's like, yeah, I look forward to seeing your stuff, you know, because he goes, that's what it's about. Like, put your, put your ideas, creative ideas out there in the world. And so I was like, yeah. And so I've been mostly on that independent route myself, like, you know, you know, working with a lot of independents and trying to help get people's stories off. And I got my own stuff coming and stuff like that too. It's just, you know, in the end, I think every artist that should be, if you're doing comic books and stuff, where your end game should kind of be like, okay, well, what's your thing to, put into the world you know what i'm saying and, and I, I know exactly what you're saying because i was just thinking i'm like everyone in high school i knew who was in the art department would, would like oh yeah this is my character i have yeah. this and you know a lot, a lot of them like like we're like oh this is my anime character mm-hmm. or this is my you know story my universe and it, i mean i i've got mine that i've held on to for all this time so mm-hmm. you know it sucks though because like they they kind of took the idea and it was like my guy was the cape and he mm-hmm. had like these clips, like uh, carabiner clips, where he would like change the angle of where the cape was so he could fly on the wind and all that. And then like NBC yeah, comes out I, with a show called The Cape, and I'm like, well, I'm screwed. Yeah. <laughs> hey man, like I mean, you know, even up until like college, like even in college, uh, through my college life, we were role playing. D and D was big. Um, I actually miss it. I loved, you know, when you had a great DM. Oh yeah. And, you know, everything, you just have to picture up here, you know, you got to see what he's saying. And it was just kept the brain just going. It would, And we would play for hours, hours and hours and hours. I was thinking that, you know, um, shout out, we were just playing earlier today. And um, I uh, shout out to our DM, uh, Doug mm-hmm. Hall, who just came up with a uh, Ninja Turtles system that was really a lot of fun to play. Yeah. And, and I got to I got to play as Bondo Gecko, and, uh, <laughs> and you know I hit every trope in the book for like skateboarders and stuff like that. And you know it, it was it was I lost my tail at one point, 
you know, it was it was something. It was really, really a, a fun thing and all theater of the mind. And I'm That's sitting there and I was just like, damn, this was three hours of like five adult I men. Out no pictures. You know, just it was really fun. We used to come home from school at um, from Sheridan. We used to come home to the res. We would start at like seven in the evening and we would play until five, six in the morning. No kidding. We would wow. Just go. Boom. Everybody would we'd sleep, <laughs> get up, do whatever in the day, meet back for seven and play again until so that, that 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 was your partying on the weekends. Oh, yeah, right? man. Everybody go do, do the party. <laughs> and I mean, we, you know, I still once in a while went to clubs and said, but boy, when we were like, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna go on our campaign, boom, I was there. Like we were there. And it was so fun because it was interesting where there was guys who never played D&D and then they would join us and then they just got into it. Like everything they were going to. And they, by the end, they were like, oh, my God, they couldn't miss it. Like they telling people now I can't come. I'm role playing. (laughs) You know, I'm going to play D&D tonight. Like it was it was that intense. Our DM was really, really good. He was just. You know, we'd be getting arguments about what we're going to do next. Like, we're in a situation where like, you can't do that, man. If you do this, you're going to die. No, don't worry. I got a plan. I'll do, you know, we're going back and forth like you think it was some, like, movie, you know, and it was hilarious. But when I think back, but, man, being in animation and stuff and just drawing and then just after we would finish, we would all be going back and just drawing for, like, hours you know what i'm saying like trying to reproduce things that we were listening to you know what i'm saying so i missed that like then yeah we played the turtles played everywhere we played all that sounds like an amazing idea for a book Mm -hmm. you know um you imagine like just uh doing like illustrations of all that of like stuff that you've played through that you you can remember and be like yeah this is just like a story of like you know four guys that get together and they do this you could you could meta write the book and then you could do you know the illustrations based on what's going on in their heads and all that and that would be a great idea i don't think anyone's ever done that could be crazy could be crazy wow yeah that's i mean that's a lot of fun and you know it's that's that's something that it's it's like the the camaraderie and and everything that's kind of like being you know with the turtles too with like your your you know, core group of of uh, chosen family and all that, so mm-hmm. that's pretty mm-hmm. fun. I, I did want to ask you because um, yep. we usually ask, but we I didn't get to yet. Yep, um, sure. Who's your favorite turtle? Who's Do you my have one? Favorite turtle? <laughs> I, I I have an idea. Go ahead. You know what? I'll be honest with you. It used to, it was really Mikey for the longest time. If you know. Um, I used to really love the Nunchaku. I really used to love the Nunchaku. And I just, I thought Mikey's personality, fun personality, but still be so kick-ass and funny about it. You know what I'm saying? Was a lot like my personality, I felt like. You know what I'm saying? Um, But, you know, I really really started to get into Ralph. I really started to get into Ralph (laughs) just because of that. That that brooding, that sort of you Eric, know, you get half credit for that. Yeah, that just kind of <laughs> you know, better than Leo. Hey, you know? I'm a, I'm a Leo guy. It's not going to change ever. Well, you know when you you know you know you know it was it's and Leo and Ralph was like the di- dynamics. You ever watch a show G Force? You remember G Force? Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Mark and Jason battle, battle that, for the that, planets, that, right? Yep. That that was that was that was basically Leo and Ralph. You know that kind yep. of tension. You know and you know. You know, just you know, 
Leo just being that guy, you know, it's just like, you know, I don't always get into spats with the rest of the brothers and stuff like that. But boy, you know what? Mess with one of them and that's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Leo's the first, I mean, Ralph is, I should say Ralph, Ralph's the first to get on your ass. Like, like, you know, that's like in last Ronin, you know what I'm saying? It was like, nah, I'm after these guys. You know what I'm saying? He's out and he's, you know, and he, you know, his end was real tragic, but like he was just like a man on man on a mission. You know what I'm saying? And nothing was oh, gonna yeah. happen, right? Until he got his goal. And even even though he was still taking out in the end, he still took out what he had to take out in the end. You know what I'm saying? It's I think just, he, I, he took out he like took 20 out. guys on yeah, the way. You know, like, it was like brutal. Yeah, it was just I'm that yeah, dude. He wasn't me- he wasn't messing around, man. Yeah, I'm that dude. Don't get it twisted. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, I ain't stopping. Like I'm a I'm a I'm a whirlwind of terror right now. You guys don't even understand what you unleashed, you know. And it's nice. just like he's just that dude, right? And I and I love that. I love that about the character. But then again, that's why I said, like, as you as these characters grow and as you're reading with them and they grow, and you start getting into the personalities of each mm-hmm. more and more and more. You realize the depths that you can go to is just crazy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can just do a lot of stuff. You know, why is Ralph the way? He is? You know what I'm saying? Why is Mikey the way he is? Why is Don the way he is? Why is Leo the way he is? You know, you've touched, they've skirted on certain things, but you can still delve more. You know what I'm saying? Why it blows does my I, mind too that I always feel like he's the outsider? Like, why yeah. does he feel like he's, he, even though he's in, he still doesn't feel in? Why? Like, why? You know, what is that? What happened when they were coming up that made him feel that way? It's such you know a human saying? feeling, too. Yeah, you know? Such, you know, we all go through those kind of things. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're in school or stuff as a youngster and you're just like, I just don't fit in with anybody in the class, you know? Mm-hmm. Or you know that one kid that just, like, I don't know, nobody just likes that kid. Why can't he? <laughs> why doesn't he fit in? Like, you know what I'm saying? What is it? Or the quiet one that's just in the corner all the time. He doesn't speak to nobody. And you wonder what's going on in his life that makes him that way. You know, there's just a lot of depth that you can go into any one of these characters and people probably sit there and go you turtle guys are crazy (laughs) these are turtles and i'm like well no that's the strength of comic books when done right that's that's the strength you can you can talk about anything you can push it as far as you want to go you know it really just depends on what you're willing to do you know and that's why i love the medium so much you know that's why I love the medium so much. It's just, it's just such a. It's very, very relatable. Like the turtles, like, like you know, we have four of them, and they all have different personalities. Five, sir. Five. Well, five <laughs> right now. Five and a half. So because uh, you know, uh, Venus has, <laughs> Venus has uh, okay. uh, was it like frog parts, and I guess six mm-hmm. if you if you count um, Slash, and seven if you count Lita. Yeah. Well, I mean, you want to go? You want to get technical? We could say eight, and we have Toka. That's yeah, you, you are exactly right. Um, I, I, but I you, dare you to figure out his personality. <laughs> Mama. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the whole thing is with you know with with Raph, Leo, Donnie, and Mikey. You know, the, uh, we all know that they have their different personalities. That's it. And you know we're we as people have different personalities That's it. and it, me personally, like I related to Raph because I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I, I have a little bit of Irish heritage in me and I'm a hothead. I used to be a real, real big hothead. Now I'm cool. Calm. I'm a little bit more calmer mm-hmm. because, you know, I'm, I've, I've, I've learned, but um, I related 
to Raphael so mm. much, yeah. you know, and, and it just to me, I mean, that's that that's that's why I connected with Raphael. Definitely, I can see that wholeheartedly. That's what I'm saying. Like Mikey and Ralph for me were like the two that really made me. I came with the closest to, and I'm sure, like you say, you talk about your Irish heritage and oh, I'm a hothead, but it's not even necessarily that. I'm sure if anybody yeah. right now was to come and try to do anything to your family, hey, it's on. You know oh yeah, it's, it's it's you're, you're it's probably a that has a code, and you probably have a line, and you have a code, and you just believe in that line, and you believe mm -hmm. in that code, and it's like you know what I you don't cross it. You know what I'm saying? And you're just probably those, one of those those people who just, I don't bend easy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I carry myself a certain way. I have a certain, and there's, there's, I have a lot of respect for people like that because code right now and a lot of people is not there. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And so, you know, again, like the best characters you're going to get are the most relatable things, the things that relate that people can see themselves in that's when you're going to get mm -hmm. the best books the best stories the, the best down. stories the best movies yeah, and hands down, yeah. hands down. It, it, it's know? just it, like i said you got the four different personalities and like i said everybody's different but there is something that somebody can relate to to leo to 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 rav to mike to donnie i mean to any of them even you know uh jenica in the book and or venus it doesn't matter you can read Hell, you can relate to Shredder in some aspects. That's it. You know, yeah, I, I mean, hate to say that, but you're right. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 crazy to think that way, but there's a lot of relatable. I mean, we can relate to any character, but what do you relate to to the most? What character do you relate to the most? And you know, that's you know, that's where Raphael comes into play. Like, I like Slash. I like Metalhead. You know, like those are my other characters. Like people will ask me, like, "Well, who do you like?" Right. You like Metalhead, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, who else do you like? I mean, Metalhead's really kind of not like have anything. I I just like him. You know, not too many people like Metalhead, but it's he's different. He's the boogeyman of the friggin' comic series, if you ask me. Like, yeah, he literally mentally terrorized Donnie and all that, and it's like he is insanely scary, if you ask my opinion. Yeah, but it, it's lot. just. You know, you can relate to each character. There, there is with the TMNT universe. You can really, really. I mean, it, it's you can relate to a lot of a lot of things around, not just the turtles. Yeah. Oh, agree. So, I mean, there there's multiple characters. You got Karai. You got, I mean, Bebop, Rocksteady. You know, <laughs> you know, we're they're just. Kind of dummies in a sense, but brutes. You know, it it, 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 it all boils down to where you it, it again. It just all boils down to how deep do you want to dwell into who they are. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? What 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 goes on? What drives them? And and, yeah. and the moment you figure out, okay, what is the principal thing that drives them to do what they do? Like when you go think about Shredder, you know, on the in on the outside. We see, oh, well, he's Shredder. He's the bad guy. He's after the turtles. He's this and that. I don't like Splinter. I don't like, you know what I'm saying? I don't yeah. like, you know, I never liked you. your, your, your master. You know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on with that. But then you could still dive deeper. And why does he have these ambitions? Like, 
what more caused him to have these tensions and yeah you know what was going on with him to to create the character that what was maybe something really extra tragic happened that made him put him on a certain thought process you can just do so much like it yeah, just depends it, on how far you want to go with it you know yeah that's the whole thing like that's i'm not even gonna lie like me and my son we watch we watch mm -hmm. turtles every 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 morning and every night <laughs> we watch on totally turtles on pluto tv Mm -hmm. And I have to say, with the 2012 Turtles, mm -hmm. like you were talking about, like, you know, why the Shredder, you know, not like Splinter? What what in the hell happened between them? And there's plenty of, like, um, of, they do, like, um, what is it called? Flashbacks? Yeah, it's, it's kind of, it's not, like, necessarily, it's kind of flashbacks, but it's, like, the turtles go back into time and all this other mm -hmm. stuff, but I want to say it's um, the TMNT um, universe. I think, mm -hmm. I think it's the universe, or I forget which one it is. But they go back and you know they find out you know what happened between you know mm -hmm. Shredder and Splinter, and you know how like Karai is actually Splinter's daughter, mm -hmm. you know, and and it's stuff like that. I mean, it's that's that's one thing I can really, really say about the 2012 Turtles is that they actually kind of go into some details exactly, with yeah. that, and they can do that with the books. You know, what I'm saying do more with the books. You know, have these other stories. You know, have a Karai series. Have you know? Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're right. That's it. And you're seeing a lot of that with the best of books now, where it's like mm -hmm. there's four titles out there for Turtles, right? There's your monthly series, there's Last Ronin, there's going to be the Saturday morning one, and there's the mm -hmm. best of books. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, in, in the best of it's like best of Rat King, best of, uh, you know, April, best Baxter of Jenica, best of Baxter Stock, who is in, in my, like, he is the real freaking villain. And, mm -hmm. and I love him. That is the favorite of all the voices that I do. When, whenever I, I do the read through of the comics, Baxter yeah. is my number one. I love, he just chews scenery like it's his job. That's it. That's yeah. it, man. <laughs> Watch out for them mouses, man. This, great. this is this has been a really deep conversation. I, I really appreciate having you on. Oh, um, thank you, Hugh, do you have anything that you're working on right now that we can point people towards? Um, kind of get people to follow you and oh wow like anything that anything that i'm working on oh i'm wondering that you can talk about we'll say that's what i'm saying like, yeah okay. because because this this is this is my feeling because you kind of said something a little bit earlier are you working on something that you're kind of creating well yeah i'm working on a few little things that i can't, uh, I, can't I can't speak about right now but okay i heard it in your voice so i know i know that you got something under your sleeve and that's why i'm asking 2023 is going to be very very interesting we got some announcement i got an announcement that's coming this week of a of another um very cover that we got coming now they don't want me to say anything so uh no worries <laughs> yeah, we but you guys who's it under can you give us that Probably not. Um, <laughs> it's, it's Oni. It's Oni. Okay. Oni <laughs> right. Yeah, Oni. So um, that'll be announced this week. And, and it's just like, there's just a lot of cool stuff happening. And, and just because of where I'm at with what it is, I can't really put it out there yet until everything else is solidified around it, just so that it's, you know what I'm saying? But um, there's a lot of cool stuff that's coming, and I'll definitely keep you guys abreast of all of that stuff 
as it comes through. But like, you know, people can always hit me up. You know, I'm always doing like um, sketch covers and and stuff like that. You'll see me posting all of that kind of stuff. And um, yeah, I'm hitting the convention circuit. I'll, I'll be in um, New York. Oh wow! In the next couple of weeks, I'll be in New York. So I'll yeah. be, I'll be yeah. there with Maze Maze Studios. And um, big deal. That's the the second largest yeah. uh, con in the country. Yeah. So I'm so going to be that's there. A big deal. So anybody anybody who's in New York, come check me at the Maze booth. Our Maze last studio. guest, uh, Gavin Smith, will be there too. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. So you see, it's it's going to be all of us there representing, man. So <laughs> yeah, come check us out, definitely. And um, you know, we're gonna I'm gonna have because um the 132 was a joint with Big Country and Maze. So I'll have my, I'll have um, Turtles books there, um, you know, signing and stuff like that, plus some other uh, some other works, and um, yeah, it's just gonna be cool. You know, I did a, an exclusive two variants for May Studios for their um, their title called The Mistakes. So yeah, definitely check that out if you guys like a fun read. Definitely check that out. Um, but like, yeah, man, guys, I I just just keep following me, man. You'll oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'll post, yeah. I'll oh, trust me, I'm following you. Don't worry. You know, and um, yeah, it's 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 really cool. But it's honestly an honor and a pleasure. I really thank you guys for like giving me an opportunity to come on your program. And oh yeah, and we'll we'll have you on again. Not to worry. So worry about that. You you yeah. Awesome, and I and I hope by that point I've I've done another turtles book or so. You know what I'm saying? It'd be really really cool. You know, I want to get a, I would love to get a couple under my belt. You know, so so with that, what we'll do is we'll end here. Um, so you folks, uh, if you see the banner down below for anyone on YouTube or for any of the listeners, uh, you have at Hugh Rookwood Art on Instagram, at sure. Hugh Rookwood on Twitter. And you can check out, uh, it's Chosen, C-H-O-Z-E-N studios.com. And um, hit him up on, on social media. I mean, he's not a hard guy to find in terms of getting sketch art done. He's and, very responsive. You know, I promise absolutely. you that. You know, yeah, check like, it out. You can print or anything like that. Yep, go to my Chosen Studios and, you know, get your prints. You can see some of the print artwork and stuff like that. Right? Check out the uh, things are getting sketchy, you know, yeah. for the, the nights that they have there and um, you know, and you can, you can bid on all this awesome artwork. Thank and, you. And uh, Eric, or anything get a you want to say? Uh, yeah. You're your coasters. Anything you want to say before we, uh, we go to break here? Oh, uh, no, but I just, I, I, I do, but you know, it was, is <laughs> definitely a pleasure having you on here, Hugh. Thanks, I mean, it, it's to be honest with you. I, I me and me and Justin, we've talked about this a long time ago, and it's been long overdue. And this, we, we need, we needed to get you on here, and I'm glad that we did. And oh, man, you know, had to geek out a little bit. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, you know, definitely, it's definitely a pleasure having you. And trust me, we'll we'll be definitely be uh, having you back on here. That we might even do uh, with, uh, you know, your tag team partner, maybe. Yeah, sure. Oh, and you know, it, yeah. next time if you guys want, like you know what I'm saying, I can even we can while we're talking, I can do a live draw while we're talking, and watching it off at that show for one of your the fans, the followers of the program. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 down for which what whatever. So you know, what I'm yeah. Saying? Mike 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 did that. Mike Mike asked us asked us that on the, on on his, but you know, like. Like, look, you guys, you guys do a lot of work. You, you need a little break to talk and just no, kind of just guys, we need that full energy so we can talk yeah. about like both staff stances and such. 
it's about it's always it, for me it's always about giving back to the community man. yeah you know and and that and that's and that's amazing and that's that's one thing i could say about uh you know with you and, and and mike you know i mean you guys really you know i mean i don't know how many times you guys did on that stream where you guys did charity work you know i mean i think i think that's amazing that you got like a lot of you guys just give back even though that you guys are you know doing all this stuff but i i just i mean i believe in karma and you know the more you give the more you get you well, know i'll just say for the last thing because i know you guys got a bounce i just say look man it, none of this happens without the people you know we're yeah. in the entertainment industry and none of this happens without the people. If the people don't say, hey, we we love you and hail you up, there's there's no work. There's no anything. Mm -hmm. Not people buying your book, buying your cover, nothing. The people are everything. And I I never that's always in front for me. I always respect that. And I appreciate everybody who comes and listens to this program, this podcast, and you know, comes and anybody who hits me up and says, Hey, you know what I'm saying? You would like something from you. Like it's always appreciated. That's fantastic. So, yeah. I, I hope so. Yeah. All right. Uh, with that, I'm going to say for um, our, our viewers on YouTube, pay, uh, stay tuned for a word from our sponsor. And uh, for you listening on the audio podcast, uh, we will be right back with our uh, pizza recipe. That's it. It's pizza time. And now, in a segment that we call Pizza Time, where we discuss any Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle or pizza-related food, I give you Pizza Time. Hey dudes, here it is. Time for your Pizza of the Week. This is Pepperoni and Sweet Pickle Pizza. This makes one 12-inch pizza. Pepperoni and pickles are the perfect mashup for salty and sweet, chewy and crisp. This is one that Eric's going to hate. Want to go all-out savory? Swap the bread and butter pickles for dill slices instead. Then, get ready to do some serious damage to this delectable pie. Ingredients. Cornmeal or flour for dusting. Extra virgin olive oil for greasing. One pound ball pizza dough, homemade or store-bought. Two-thirds cup of New York-style pizza sauce. Three-quarters cup shredded low-moisture mozzarella cheese. 22 to 24 pepperoni slices. And one-half to one cup of bread and butter or dill pickle slices. Line it up, dudes. You can use whole wheat pizza dough. Or you can use our recipe for sourdough pizza dough, too. Instructions. On a baking stone or a steel pizza peel, place your baking stone in the middle rack of the oven. Preheat to 500 degrees Fahrenheit for at least 30 minutes. Then turn the oven to broil. Dust a pizza peel or inverted baking sheet with cornmeal or flour. On a baking sheet, prepare the oven to preheat the oven to 500 degrees Fahrenheit with a rack in the middle position. Lightly coat in a heavy-duty heavy rimmed baking sheet with olive oil. Step 1. Stretch or roll the pizza dough over a 12-inch disc and place it on the prepared pizza peel for the baking sheet. Step 2. Spoon the sauce onto the dough and spread it out in an even layer, leaving one half inch border of dough all around. Step 3. Sprinkle half of the cheese, then arrange the pepperoni and pickles on top. Finish with the remaining cheese. Step 4. Shimmy the dough from the peel to the hot baking stone or transfer to the baking sheet in the oven. Step 5. Bake until the crust is golden and the cheese begins to brown in spots. About 6 to 10 minutes on the baking stone or 10 to 15 minutes on the baking sheet. Step 6. Remove the pizza from the oven and let it rest for 5 minutes. Slice and serve. Here's your savory and, and sweet pepperoni and pickle pie. Cowabunga, dudes!
Thank you for listening to the Epic Tales from the Sewers podcast. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were created by Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. This podcast has no affiliation with Eastman, Laird, Mirage Studios, IDW Studios, Archie Comics, or Nickelodeon Studios. This podcast is a member of the Dorkening Podcast Network. Check out thedorkening.com for other podcasts. Epic Tales from the Sewers is recorded by Justin Cooper and Eric Will. Hi, this is Francois Chow. I am the Shredder from Secret of the Ooze. And uh, it's been a pleasure for me to talk to Justin and Eric on Epic Tales from the Sewers. It's been great, guys. Hi, this is Adam, a.k.a. Casey Jones from Casey Jones Livewire, and you're listening to Epic Tales from the Sewers. Time for a knuckle sandwich, punk. Greetings! We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, a bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons. I don't know. Help me out here. Music. Pants. Quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibans. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplange. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidocubus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey, they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroidocubus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar Podcast Networks with new episodes every technical Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds Coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. <laughs>